Hey everyone, welcome to Before the Wind podcast. I'm Hemel Jaberry alongside Stephen Ruiz and Evan Thorpe. Uh, we had a special uh, podcast earlier this week where we talked about Kobe Bryant, uh, who tragically passed away on Sunday uh, in a helicopter crash. Uh, and uh, I think we still have some stuff left to say about that, quite honestly. Um, but we're going to talk about Kobe, and then we've got some Super Bowl prop bets to get into. Plus, we will give you our picks for who the Super Bowl 54 winner is going to be. Um, let's talk about Kobe, because one thing that, uh, you know, last earlier this week, I, I spoke with uh, Mark Medina and Alex Kennedy, two NBA writers, and they kind of shared their professional opinions and what he meant to the league um, and Stephen, I think you brought this up too, is that I was very shocked by how affected I personally was by Kobe's death. And that kind of seems to be reverberating across uh, not just the NBA world, but like with fans as well. Yeah, I was never like a Kobe fan. Like if anything, I didn't like Kobe as a player. Like I think I came to respect him towards the end of his career. And then there was the whole sexual abuse or Assault. Assault allegations, which obviously makes things more complicated. But when I found out he died, like, I was, like, legitimately in shock. Like, I couldn't I, – I had a lot of work to do that day. None of it got done. Like, I yeah. just couldn't stop thinking about him dying. Like, and this, like I've had a, a lot of family members die, and none of them affected me the way that his death affected me, and I have no idea why. I mean, I have some thoughts on that, but I'm going to get – Evan a chance to speak first yeah for me growing up uh I played basketball so Kobe and Iverson were like the two players that everybody I knew it was like you either like one or the other I grew up like an Iverson so it was almost a hate for Kobe because they beat the Sixers in the finals but as I got older I watched some of his documentaries the Kobe doing work Spike Lee documentary I worked and I was like you know what I like Kobe more than I thought his work ethic how hard he just Mm -hmm. how determined he was to be the best at his his craft and I grew to like him like Steven said as I got older and for me it was like I started like Kobe after basketball and I think I tweeted this randomly it was like I like Kobe more outside of basketball than I did with him in the league and it was just the stuff he was doing and you know he had the Mamba Cedars basketball camp I saw that he had made a team for his daughter to play volleyball and it was just like yo Kobe's doing some dope stuff that you know will make you look at him different if you didn't know him in the NBA and when it happened I was out shopping with family and like I, I froze and literally like the TMZ report came out. I was like, I'm not believing that. Mm-hmm. And so you start to hear people in the Costco cause we we're at Costco at the time. And people were like, yo, Kobe died, Kobe died. And I lied you not one person, he worked there. He left and went to the back and I overheard his coworker saying, yo, he's crying in the bathroom right now. And it was oh. just like, dang. Yeah. I, I think there's so many different levels to the grief here. Part of it is that Kobe was in just a superstar, right? But he was a superstar that was in the middle of his story. He was like right in the middle of whatever the next chapter was going to be for him. He had really put a, a great end onto his NBA career, right? He he went out on top, had a great final game, and it's just been four years since he retired. But he was very clearly moving on to the next thing. Um, part of it is that like being in the middle of, of it, like, he was only 41. Uh, I think the second part is it was so unexpected. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to, I was going to add on to what you said. Mm-hmm. I think what her, but for me, it was the fact that his daughter was with him. Mm-hmm. And if you like 
saw Kobe in like his last few interviews, he talked about his daughter so much. It was just like I could tell, like not trying to say every parent has a favorite child, but that was his like favorite child. He was he was very bonded to her. Yeah. Yeah. And he was very vocal about that bond that they shared. I think I like reacted to the news that his daughter had also died like. I would to any other tragedy, but I think if she had not been in the helicopter, I still would have had the same emotional reaction. Like to yeah. me, it was just that Kobe died. Like, well, you think his of- daughter dying is a tragedy. Like, it's that's horrible. Like, it's right. even worse than a forty-one-year-old who's lived life like dying. But I don't know. I just I, reacted I mean, to Kobe. Yeah, I reacted to Kobe too, and I'm like you. I am not a huge Kobe fan. I was working in sports when he retired and I remember it was a huge thing and I still was not really invested in the story just because, you know, whatever, no disrespect to Kobe, but it was just not my thing. Um, And I was at home and I had actually just finished working up a post for a story and I'd been off Twitter for a while and then I randomly logged on and, you know, this thing happens out of the blue, this like unexpected thing that you would just never in a million years think uh, was starting to trend um, but I was like you on Sunday. I had a lot of work to do, and I very, I got very little of it done because, one, you could not wrap your head around the suddenness of his passing. And I think part of it is also how recently he's been in the public eye. Like, he had that viral moment with his daughter just, like, a handful of days before the crash happened, right? Like, this uh, incredibly cute moment with both of them on the uh, sitting courtside at a Nets game. And she's very patiently, like, listening to her dad explain basketball to her. And in that moment, they're very much just, like, a teenage daughter and and her, her dad, right? Not Kobe and, and Gianna and kind of, like, the superstars that Kobe is. So I think there's all these different parts to it that make it totally unreal. Um, and you can't wrap your head around how insanely sudden it is, right? Just uh, one minute he was there and kind of being viral Kobe and the next minute he's not. Um, and we've all like fans, viewers, and everybody has trying to process their grief in different ways. Uh, but what's interesting to me is like watching NBA players have to process their grief, like in public, some people choose to right? like Dwayne Wade. He posted a great Instagram story where he really was like open and honest and he chose to do that. And then you've got other players who are kind of breaking down because they had games to play. Like and Tyson Chandler like, on the bench. Yeah, Tyson Chandler on the bench. And it just feels so I feel like it's a sometimes a violation because those people aren't choosing to be out there to do that. Yeah. I At one point I was like, they should cancel the games and then. Uh, Matt Barnes, he came on ESPN and he was talking about how when his mom died, playing an actual game actually helped him get his mind off of it. And he said, you know, even though those two hours, three hours that you're on the court, you don't think about it, you still think about it afterwards. But I think players got, you know, a little window to kind of just like take their minds off it for a little bit. But I'm, I'm pretty sure after the game, they all thought about it and still to this day. Yeah, I don't know if you've lost anybody close to you, but like my mom passed away very suddenly, like just one minute she was fine. And the next minute she had a massive heart attack and, and was gone. So it was uh, literally my my sister had talked to her like an hour before. And then we got a call saying, actually, she's had a massive heart attack. But like the weird thing is, is that you can keep going through these things. And a lot of NBA players were kind of going through the motions because your body knows what to do while your mind is still trying to process that news. And I think what we saw with Tyson Chandler was like when you sit down and have a chance to think about what's happening, like then it really hits you. And and we could see that with all these players. Right. 
Um, I think it was Kyrie who actually left the Nets, uh, the Nets stadium, mm-hmm. and was like, "I can't really do it," uh, which you know, good for him for like knowing that he was not going to be able to play that day. But yeah, to to watch these people grieve in public feels and and when oh, Shaq too, like Shaq's breaking down on TNT, like that was another thing that it's helpful, but I feel like people shouldn't be forced to live out their trauma like that in public. Yeah. It's like, it's like when people watch these like Netflix documentaries about like people's murders, like there's like real people that are affected by the, and like we like turn it into entertainment. It's, there's really like a fine line between covering the story and like exploiting it. Yes. I don't know. It's hard to navigate. Yeah, and I hope that, you know, I think we're all trying to do our best. But again, we'll probably talk about Kobe and his legacy a lot more in the coming weeks. Uh, Actually, we are going to transition into our Super Bowl prop bets. But before we do that, let's talk about physical fitness. Uh, There's another side to the game, and that's just as important, uh, and it's mental fitness. Calm, the number one app for sleep and meditation, has teamed up with LeBron James to help you train your mind. LeBron and Calm know that your mind is like any other muscle in your body, and Calm can help you train your brain so you sleep better, have less stress, and perform at your best. For LeBron James, sleep is an important part of his mental fitness routine. He says, Getting good sleep and finding time to rest is one of the most valuable things I can do for my mind and body. And if you head to calm.com sports40, you'll get 40% off of a Calm premium membership. With Calm, you have access to nature scenes LeBron loves, like rain or leaves, and a lot more stuff, like sleep stories and meditations. For a limited time, our listeners can join LeBron in using Calm with a 40% discount to an annual membership at calm.com slash sports40. Unlock content to help you focus, ease stress, and sleep better. Get started at calm.com slash sports40. That's calm.com slash sports40. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry's starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 6000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 6000. Enjoy. All right, guys, let's talk about some Super Bowl prop bets. Steven has a list for us, and we're going to weigh in. And just, um, we haven't heard these before, so we might be a little surprised at what they are. All right, I'm going to keep them. They're not going to be really about the game. Some of them kind of are, I guess. But the first one is, will Demi Lovato, who's singing the national anthem, will she be wearing a skirt, dress, or gown to sing the U.S. national anthem. Ooh. Sexist. Why isn't? Why aren't pants an option? Why aren't pants an option? I didn't make these bets. So I was gonna say I think she's gonna wear pants, but now that those are my three, you want to hear the odds? Yes, is. is what do you mean? The, what do you mean? Yes. Like, yeah, 
Oh, why does it say yes? I would say yes. Oh, no. no. That's what the, the question is. Will she be wearing one of those three? Oh, no. Oh. She's wearing pants. Or pants. Um, I'm actually going to say yes because it's Miami and it's hot. No is the favorite, actually. Or no, no is the underdog. So people are expecting her to wear a dress. I think yes is the right answer. Everyone's I think yes wrong. is. I'm going no. It's going to be later in the day. Wait, read it again. Read it again. Will Demi Lovato be wearing a skirt, dress, or gown to sing the U.S. National Anthem? Why is she going to be wearing a gown? Because it's a big deal. So anyway, I'm going with yes, mostly because it's really hot. I'm going with no, because I feel like while she's there, it's not like she's going to go change to go somewhere else. It's like, all right, just put on a shirt. We're going to the after party. No, she definitely, she's going to have like eight different outfit changes. Come right. on. Yeah. Okay, next one. How many times will the Patriots' 28-3 to comeback be mentioned? The over-under <laughs> is it's .5, so either zero or one. More more than one. Definitely more than one. Over, yeah, more than one. Because Kyle I was gonna Shanahan's say, coaching. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan. I was going to say three times in the first half alone. Right. Every the, time they show him, they're going to like mention it. They're going to mention it as the Chiefs are losing. And they're going to be like, well, we know this, this coach has given up a big lead before. Right, yeah, I mean, exactly. can you imagine if they are ever leading 28-3? It's like game over. <laughs> He's probably like hyperventilating on the sideline. <laughs> no, if they score 27 and he like can kick the extra point or go for two. He's, he's going, going for, for two. two. <laughs> you have to. Okay. Will Nike release a commercial with Colin Kaepernick during the Super Bowl? Wow. No. Um, no is the overwhelming favorite. It's nine to one odds. No. They're not... I mean, they're pretty ballsy, but they're not that ballsy. I would say they'll do it the next day. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say no because I think the NFL like gets final say on which commercials get released, and we know they won't let them in the league. They're definitely not gonna let a commercial. They're gonna make a a new one the next day, and it's gonna be a new season, new opportunity. I see. I don't know if the NFL gets a say in what commercials there are, but I know the network decides what commercials can air, and Fox is not gonna let a Nike commercial air. In their Super Bowl, coverage. right? There was the report that Fox is gonna is like it's either celebrating America or the NFL, or it's not on our pregame show. Exactly. Okay. Over under on Donald Trump tweets during the whole day, February second. Okay. It's thirteen and a half. Thirteen and a half the whole day, February second. Uh, I'm actually gonna take the. You know what? I'll take the over. <laughs> I'm take the over. I'm gonna take the under. I feel like he's not gonna be tweeting much. He probably tweet like congratulations to the team. I don't even know if he's really watching it. He's tweeted 48,000 times in his whole career. Yeah, I mean, one thing has to happen for him to just go like completely nuts on Twitter, and uh, I think it's going to happen. You have one player that decides to say something, that decides to take a knee or or whatever, and it's. tweet storm i don't know if they're gonna i don't know if any players on the chiefs or 49ers are kneel currently and no. i don't know if they're gonna do it they're not for the super bowl i'm gonna say no he averages only 12 tweets per day oh. okay i'm, going so I'm gonna say under okay next no. one okay next one is will the super bowl winning team visit the white house uh yes yes is the favorite yeah i don't see like i don't see the anybody on the 49ers i mean probably sherman say something but i think the Chiefs group, are. If go. the Chiefs win, Andy Reid's definitely going. Oh yeah, Patrick the Mahomes. Chief, going the Chiefs too. are definite. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes. If you look up his takes on the Trayvon Martin trial, Patrick Mahomes is definitely going to the White House. 
I'll just leave it at that. Okay, <laughs> halftime. Now, these are all halftime show ones. How many times will Alex Rodriguez be shown during the halftime show? Over, under, 0. 0.5. Oh, over. Oh, He's going to be shown at least three, four times. <laughs> I think he is going to be in the audience. In what context would you show him? You're showing. A, the, they're going to show him with his shot. phone, like recording her, and they're going to be like, "Look at, look at yeah. a Rod Journal on his." Are they married yet? They're not married. Fiance. Do they Fiance. cut away from the performance? Yes. I yeah. I mean, a, a kid got famous almost last year. Well, Justin Timberlake was with him, but Selfie Kid was famous. I they're definitely look for think him. that they're going to keep a camera on him, and definitely the over. I'm going three times at least. Okay, will DJ Khaled make an appearance during the show? I hope, not. hope, no. not. I hope uh, not. Me too. This is a good one. Will Mark Anthony make an appearance? Oh no! Like, right for not what? Not even. He used to be married to JLo. I know, but I'm saying, but like He's for a, what? To yeah. perform. To perform? No, no. not even. Then you're definitely going to get okay. a. JLo would never <laughs> share the stage with him. He will, was terrible, from what I heard. Will Will Smith make an appearance? No. For like just show up at the game or during her halftime performance. The halftime show. No. Why, why do you think he's gonna start playing in the game? <laughs> no, I'm saying like <laughs> I, I'm just confused. I don't remember him. I said these are all halftime props. What song does her and Will Smith My, have? He's gonna sing Miami. Miami. No. Oh, I forgot. No. Yes, he is. No. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Okay. Because he's hot right now. Okay. Here's my take. It's a no because they are leaning so hard into this. Uh, uh, women's empowerment narrative, they're not going to share the stage with a man. I, I thought but, you were going to say they were leaning into this uh, anti-black people. <laughs> <laughs> I think Will Smith could show wow. it, though. Okay, that's Smith not shows. what I said. Okay, here's... <laughs> Will Shakira and Jennifer Lopez twerk during the halftime show? Yes. No. 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 I, she's hips don't lie. She's not about twerking. But, like, if they, like, no. if she's, like, doing her little... That doesn't count. That's okay, not, then no, then. No. Because some not, people might consider that a twerk. Okay, you guys couldn't see it, but that was... I was shaking my to... hips left and right like Shakira <laughs> does, and, and depending on the person, they might think she's twerking. Um, That's not the technical definition of twerking, so no. I'm sorry. Okay, how many wardrobe changes for J-Lo? Over, under is two and a half. Oh, three for sure. Over. Well, over is the favorite. What, the, what is under. half a wardrobe change? What is I'm going even? under. I'm going two. Okay. Cause how like is is she the headline and then Shakira's like the? I think they'll like co-headline. They'll each get a moment to do their big song, and then they'll do something together. How many times did uh, did Beyonce? Was she the headline? She was the headline for Super Bowl Fifty. Did she have any changes though? I'm sure she did. Yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't have. They wouldn't have asked this question. Okay, another one. I just lost it. Will Enrique Iglesias make an appearance during the halftime show? No. God, these bets suck. What if all these people show up and you're just losing money? <laughs> the bet should be if Pitbull will show up. I think that's every year. Yeah, he just shows up. <laughs> he just shows up. <laughs> will any of the fly girls from In Living Color make an appearance? <laughs> J-Lo used to be a fly girl. Right, I know. Yeah. I know. The, no, the nah, that ain't gonna happen. How old? These people do not look. <laughs> they don't look like J Lo right now. They're they look fifty. <laughs> the bar is very high. Okay, uh, I think that's all of them. That's all the good ones. They should have asked if Flo Rida will make a guest appearance. Nobody cares. Well, yeah, he's gonna be sweeping up after the show's over. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who do you got? Final Super Bowl picks. I mean, I called mine about a month ago. I said that the Chiefs will play against the 49ers and the Chiefs will win. I'm sticking to it. 
And I'm going to win me some money. All right. Steven. I'm picking the Chiefs, too. Wow. I think they're going to win by, like, 11. Oof. I said 10. Okay. I'm going with 49ers only because that's where my allegiance is and my rooting interest based what? in nothing but emotion. Why? Why? I used to, when we first moved here, we lived in Oakland. So I've been like, if I had to pick one football team, it would be the 49ers. So. That's interesting. <laughs> I think this is a bad Super Bowl for Oakland, by the way, because I don't think they like the 49ers since they have the Raiders. There's like crosstown rivals. And then the Chiefs are their rival in the AFC. They're, they're going to take the biggest L on Sunday no matter what. Wow. And I'm for it. <laughs> <laughs> Raider fans need to be taken down the peg or two. Uh, All right. Thank you guys very much for hanging out with us today. We will see you next week.